Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wrestle Review. My name is John Robert McNeish Hastings. That's social insurance number 576-219-2221. Dylan, go ahead. Give your social security number as well. Okay, cool. Mine is 42069. Fuck. Piss. I'm Dylan Gott. This is the Wrestle Review. I forgot to turn on the fucking lamp. For those of you watching the video, Dylan just full sh- took a shit. Oh, I'm doing this live from my toilet. I'm beating off, and then I'm gonna fucking take a dump afterwards. I'm yeah, Dylan's Dylan's first, poop go seconds. Dylan is self blumkening because we are <laughs> we are talking about, ladies and gentlemen, Brock Lesnar for the third time, second episode in a row. I forget we did. Our first episode about him was a bit over an hour, and then this one is going. This one's going to be two hours total. We of course are picking up. He has just left WWE. This is the best time in Brock Lesnar's life. He is addicted mm. to Vicodin. He is covered in injuries. <laughs> oh yeah, he's injured. He basically gets out of his contract because, and I didn't know this before the research, but like basically, he could not take time off. Like that was just not going to happen. So he got out of his contract wholeheartedly instead. You realize what it was, was he was signed as such a young kid. Vince McMahon was sort of able to take advantage of him. Like, it was the first time Vince had ever signed a college prospect. Like, before that, Vince McMahon had always signed, like, a wrestler that had been in an indie wrestling for a while. So, like, they would know some of his scumbag tricks. Like, I guarantee in Brock Lesnar's contract, it was like, you're paid a lot. But every day you have to call me and ask me what I what you get to do. <laughs> can I go to can I get some milk? No, you have to drink burgers. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, I don't know. You just have to sit there uncomfortably. Ha ha ha. I got you I got you a keyboard, but there's no ergonomic wrist support. Hi, and you're you'll have carpal tunnel. Ha ha ha. I just type, gave type, you Bruce Prince Bruce Pritchard now just knows your phone number. He's gonna call you with those impressions. Ha ha ha. Um so he leaves WWE. I didn't know he tried to come back at one point. I didn't basically, know. So basically, Vince was like, suck my dick soft. Oh, it'll never get hard. I control my dick, not other people. Basically, he's just super fucked up. Um, and then he decides to join the Minnesota Vikings, gets into a motorcycle accident, breaks his groin, but doesn't stop because he just vodkas and Vicodins through the pain where you're just like... Listen, Brock Lesnar's a bit of a monster, but that's really good stuff that he's just like. <laughs> well, considering he should have already died live on pay-per-view. But yes, he uh, tries to come back to WWE. They offer him a rookie deal because I guess Vince is doing the whole. This is really the fallout of him buying WCW and being like, we're the only game in town. Fuck you. He goes to the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, last player cut, which I'm sure they were like. He wasn't the best player there. He didn't know how to play football, really. It was just like he was super athletic. And the Minnesota Vikings at that time were pretty good. And if they weren't pretty good, I guarantee he would have made the team as like, come see this fucking guy play football. You know what I mean? Like, this, this is will the sell thing is 10,000 tickets once. Then we can the go. owner and general manager wanted him on that bench. Of the course coach, they did. The coach was against it. 
The reason why he made it that far was the coach was screaming, screaming. <laughs> I just read a book on the USFL and it's like Donald Trump just signed Doug Flutie. Uh, and then everyone was very mad. And at one point during the opening game, it was the only game Trump had come to. And uh, the other team, they they kicked a, they kicked to start the game. It was like a squib, and then the guy ran it back a bunch. And Donald Trump said, "Did they do that on purpose? Did they let that guy get there on purpose?" And then the GM said, "What? Have you ever seen football?" And then uh, Donald Trump was like, uh, "It was a good kick, though." So, I mean, that's what owners will do. That's possibly the best story I've ever heard of Donald Trump, where you just encapsulates him perfectly, which is like, hey, uh, you bought this car. You know how to drive? Of course. You you just step on the brake and then you go right through. And you're like, wait, no, no. (laughs) Uh, All right. So. After that, of course, Bork Laser actually goes to New Japan. Can we talk about you calling him Bork Laser? Yeah. Because that is one of the wrestler review slash people that watch Cole Cabana on Twitch is known as Bork Laser, which makes me think that that's really? you and you, you've been secretly watching Bork Cole Laser. Cabana and me do Twitch. Bork Laser is, uh, is from the M. Dickey game. I forget what it's called. But M. Dickey has a phone game where he had to come up with... He basically made every wrestler ever in this phone game and yeah. uh, he just came up with knockoff names for every single wrestler and one of them was bork laser that's really good to get around copyrights and then so it's like one thing you- has changed about everybody like he doesn't have the sword tattoo i think he just has like a big like star or something but it's like it it is brock lesnar it's just you change enough to get around the copyright so you can make your seven bucks let me ask you this dylan Asking me anything. Um, do you think it was speaking of people that don't care about contracts uh, and copyright rules? He signs with Antonio Inoki is New Japan. Oh my. And do you know why he does that? Because he really wants to steal a belt and disappoint an entire country. And that's what he does when he heads to Japan. Ladies and gentlemen, Brock Lesnar is leaving America. What is left for him in America except for Rena Mera going? Stop breaking into my goddamn house, you vodka-loving Vicodin addict. And he goes, I will not. I'm off to Japan to speak Chinese to Japanese people. And then everyone goes, oh, God, Brock Lesnar is going to say something crazy. And yeah, pretty much. Um, surprisingly doesn't. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's a weird thing where him and like, I think this gives birth to how Brock does business now because he basically realized through this New Japan run. For those of you that don't know it, obviously, he comes in because New Japan brought in Goldberg as well. He does his unbeatable. I had no idea. I had no idea they brought in Goldberg. This is the weirdest time in New Japan where you're like, this is the same company that gave us like Kenny Omega and all this. And it's like, yeah, they went through a really weird time before that where Antonio Inoki, I think, is still in power, but it's like, pardon me, crazy from the heat, basically. Like, it's just like, <laughs> get me Brock Lesnar. Well, Make him eat a club sandwich with, in front of me. Like it's yeah, to, it's yeah. He's trying to he's compete trying to with compete. MMA, and uh, they do all these matches at the beginning where it's like, okay, well, if MMA is popular, I guess our all our pro wrestlers have to have fought an MMA fight and prove themselves as real fighters, and then they do. And then since it's pro wrestling, most of them lose or have bad records. And then you're like, this, these are the best, the best of the best are fighting at the Tokyo Dome, and you're like, yeah, these guys are all like three and three. Yeah, because like the these are, this is when taking guys down and holding them there, not even beating them up, you know? 
Because this is the times of pride, yeah? Like, this is when... Yes. It's it's huge right now, and uh, they're also, for more so for Lesnar and Goldberg, what they're trying to do is build on the fumes of, like, Stan Hansen and Vader. They're trying to get their big, huge heels from America again, but they picked literally the two worst guys to bring in who were like, money first, money second, and you know what's third? You guessed it. Leave me in a room with money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how Stan Hansen and uh, Terry Gordy were really popular because they were monstrous, monstrous uh, Americans who just disrespected Japanese people? Well, they were fucking faking it. So give me my fucking money, you <laughs> piece of shit. Like, that's what it, If you show, show me sushi, I'm across. going to leave the country. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. If I hear one person just giggle, I'm fucking out of here. No bats, <laughs> only showers. And then they end up bringing in guys who are not like Stan Hansen. Do you think, that, like do you think yeah. that Brock Lesnar just thought the country Japan was just the movie Mr. Baseball, which he watched on the flight over? Yeah, it was a, he, he for sure watched Mr. Baseball and he's like, oh, that's what it's like. Well, I'm not fucking eating none of that raw fish. And he came in and just screaming no raw fish at everybody. Yeah. I ain't slurping my fucking noodles. I was raised right. I was raised fucking right. I was fucking raised right. And he keeps mispronouncing and to- he doesn't understand that Antonio. He's like, where's that woman, Antonio? We need to find <laughs> that hot woman. Uh, Mr. Inoki is that way. Mr. Inoki, he? I don't want to talk to him. I want to talk to his wife, Antonio. So Mr. Laser. Nice. Uh, he. I hate it. I hate it so fucking good. much. Shut up. Go ahead. He wins the IWGP title. He ends up, of course, flipping that to Kurt Angle. And in the process, essentially, is stripped of the IWGP title, pardon me, because he, uh, due to visa issues, quote unquote. But I've heard yeah. other places it was basically like, he's like, I don't want to go back there. And they already paid me. Fuck them. Yeah, that's basically what it was. Is Anoki was like, you know what? I'm going to try something crazy. I'm going to give this very erratic, stubborn man a lot of money up front. And everyone's like, I don't see how this could go wrong. Everyone knows about stubborn people. If you get their loyalty early. They're with you forever. And he was like, this is my thought as well. <laughs> and then Brock is like, he betrayed him by taking all of the money. And Antonio Noki was so upset. He blamed all of this on Giant Baba and then just ignored it for a year. And then Kurt Angle won the belt. I believe in America. Is that when they did the match? No, they did it in Japan. Um, it's just that he was doing a gimmick where he had, I think he had a triple A title too. So he came out on TNA with like all these belts you're telling me that they've already done the Kenny Omega out angle and they've done it with Kurt Angle. There's officially nothing new in wrestling. Of course if they've already, not. They've already done the Kenny Omega angle. Did CM Punk also debut? Yeah, Centimeters Punk also debuted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Inch and a half punk. Oh, inch and a half punk sounds <laughs> awful. I thought that's what AJ Lee calls him. <laughs> you can use that. No, that's rude. All right. Don't. All right. I'm sure he has a very penis. He has a very nice one. No, I don't think he I don't think he does. Okay. We here at the Wrestler Review, we do not back Mr. Phil Brooks. <laughs> we do not Dylan, are you are you kidnapped? Dylan just looked off what? the side like he's an ISIS hostage. You never know what's gonna happen. Who's there? Dylan, who's there? Blink. Someone entered Blink, the wh- house. Uh oh. All right. So then Borklaser goes to this is interesting. He starts his uh MMA career. And when he starts his MMA career, he basically first of all fought some fat guy who just kind of knew judo. 
And everyone thought, maybe this will be a great fight. Maybe. And then Lesnar came in, and he did steroids that they uh, made illegal oh, in the 50s. Oh, yeah, yeah, looked, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He looked like a fucking monster in his first fight for heroes. And my favorite thing is he formed the Minnesota Martial Arts Academy, which was just three collegiate wrestling coaches. The, are you serious? Yeah, it was just his wrestling coaches from college who were like, oh, you take him down, and then you're going to punch him. This this is the part that I, that I okay, can't believe. Well, we can't tug on his hug then. And yeah, then just be careful. He'll turn in minutes. He'll turn into a dragon if you're not careful. It'll burn your <laughs> wrists. Yeah, his I'm sure his uh, Minnesota wrestling coach wrote the words race science and just circled it a bunch of times. And he's like, this is our strategy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. First, he wrote critical race theory on a uh, blackboard and then uh, crossed <laughs> it out or circled it. I'm actually not sure what side I'm supposed to be on on that particular issue. <laughs> Yeah, 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 it just sounds bad when a yeah, guy from Minnesota is coming out. Okay, so they don't have much in the upstairs. Please okay. stop talking. Okay, so no, the, fine. So the thing you got to remember is what they lack in the trousers, they make up for in brain power. I once saw a guy from Ho Chi Minh City levitate a chair. Idea of trying to find a yellow bowl. I was not on drugs. <laughs> so... He beats this man, and he makes enough. Well, it was a how, many he beats how many, like how many times do you think Brock Lesnar has been doing chin-ups and had bits of bear claw fall in his hair because of his coach just having a snack? <laughs> <laughs> first things first, we start off with uh, four steaks. That's how you start your day. Yeah, 19 yeah. eggs, and then what we're going to do is you're going to shit that all out. We're going to sit here silently until you take a dupe. Yep, the, and no water. No fucking water, Brock. <laughs> Don't you fucking drink any water, you big. That'll fucking fuck. you'll fucking cramp, you big fuck. <laughs> um. So he but he beats Bensu Kim so convincingly because understand like this is a pro wrestler. People are like, yeah, he's an NCAA champion, but who gives a shit? He's been wrestling for years. His body's undergone the torque of professional wrestling. And another thing that really helped Brock during this uh, time in his career is that the UFC's steroid policy was basically, hey, we're going to test you in April. And then just yeah, no, the steroid, on steroids the, in April. Yeah, the steroid policy was like, you on steroids? And they're like, yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Um, can you not be? And they're like, yep. All right, cool. Thanks. It's crazy the people that have been caught doing steroids in the UFC because it is some of the guys who are like, oh, that guy's pretty eloquent, gets caught on steroids. It's like literally all you have to do is not be on steroids for that one time before the fight. Dana White is on do. steroids, guys. Oh, he's be- on a lot of HGH. Yeah. Like he looks like Shrek's thumb and he's just wandering around <laughs> just trying to figure out how to stop the steel. You know what I'm saying? He's Shrek's evil brother. Yeah. Rex. There you go. We're fun, guys. But I Shrek don't think backwards. we many people want to hear uh, extensively about his UFC career, but I think the most important disagree. I disagree. Really? His UFC career is fascinating because in the end, what is discovered is. As popular as the UFC has become, the entire reason and catalyst for it still is, is that it needs stars. And Brock Lesnar was the first crossover big time mainstream UFC star in that people didn't necessarily recognize him from wrestling, but they knew him from somewhere. So they'd walk by and be like, oh, yeah, that fucking MMA thing. I've been meaning to get into that. Oh, yeah, that fucking guy from that thing. Or you saw him on a poster and you're like, wait a minute, what's that fucking... What's that boulder with tattoos doing on the poster? And they're like, oh, he's going to fight a man. That's going to fight a man? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's true. It's it's the age old thing of like, is pro wrestling real? And everyone knows it isn't. But you want to see a pro wrestler in a real fight. And if you're going to see a pro wrestler in a real fight, you you want Brock Lesnar to be the pro wrestler, not CM Punk. Where it's like, yeah, CM Punk looks like a pretty in shape bassist for a punk band. Brock Lesnar, no mistaking, looks like a pro wrestler. Yeah, Brock Lesnar looks like what a someone would draw. Yeah, a pro wrestler to be. You know what I mean? Jacked as hell, comes in, loses to Frank Mir, but almost wins. And then loses, which is like perfect. He then beats Heath Herring. After that, he this is how this is how the W you sorry UFC knew exactly what they had. He's one and one, so he's lost once and won once, and they give him a title shot, and he wins the title. This I'm sure Dana thing. White just started fucking when Lesnar knocked out Randy Couture to win the title. Started just like ripped all his clothes off like they were tearaways, even though it was a nice suit, and yeah, just yeah. started beating off, <laughs> being like, yeah, just yelling money, 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 yeah. money, money, money. Dana White and the Fertitas in this moment, they ordered, they didn't have, but they just ordered so much cocaine. They just got given a Bentley. That's how, <laughs> that's how much they celebrated in the, this moment where they just went, ladies and gentlemen, well, here's, and then the next day, um, Dana White held a presentation at UFC towers and he was like, all right, we've got Brock Lesnar. Now I just need to find a lippy Irish, um, yeah. Irishman and a woman who has been abused so intensely by her family. She will take it out on the women of this company for two years. And then at the end, she'll be kicked in the head and crumple like a fucking tissue paper house. Yeah. Get me an Irishman and get me a sassy Olympian. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. Can you also get me a silent Brazilian who has a very flippity floppity stomach, but is possibly the best MMA fighter of all time? Um, Anderson Silva? Yeah. Yeah, he looks like a guy who gets caught sleeping in the equipment room. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's somehow very dynamic. And also is he? on so yeah. many steroids. Oh, yeah. I'm also, steroids, also, Anderson Silva. My favorite thing about Anderson Silva is there are so many different times where you just interviewers catch him just eating carbs at a press conference. Like everyone else is like training hard. And the amount of times Anderson Silva's just got pita chips in his hand. And they're just like, Anderson. <laughs> I think my favorite, there's a documentary like Water. And he's like, I've never done steroids. I will never do steroids. And there's a bunch of parts in like Water where like in the background, you just see needles on a table. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but do you ever see any porno in the gym? No, that's not. That's you got to go to Hogan Knows Best episode one for a watch along for that. That's by ladies and gentlemen. Head over to Hulk Hogan full watching porn while I work. Yeah, out. Hulk Hogan and Brian Knobs watch porn in their gym. Also, I just forgot we were recording this on Zoom, and for a second, just freaked out that my my Zoom wasn't recording, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" But that no, wasn't no, a problem. No. We will never ever do that. Um, so. Brock Lesnar is the world champion and he defends his belt against Shane Carwin. No, sorry. First, he defends his belt against Frank Mir in a return match at UFC 100. This is the high point for Brock Lesnar in the UFC. And it should be said this pro wrestlers did not like Brock Lesnar, obviously, because he did the thing you're not supposed to do, which is I'm fucking leaving. Fuck you guys on your way out. Obviously, you're supposed to job a bunch of times. Brock Lesnar didn't do that. Everyone hated him. In this era, he gets to be popular with professional wrestlers again because what he does is he legitimizes pro wrestling. Pro wrestling is known as being fake by this point, obviously. Um, it, everyone knows it's a show. You don't go into bars and pick a fight with a guy to see if those wrestlers can really go. But there's still this thing where like 
pro wrestlers need to be viewed as tough, and Brock Lesnar gives these guys that. And you can see in these first UFC fights how many pro wrestlers are there. Like Austin's there, uh, Undertaker's there, The yeah, Rock's there. Yeah, I actually there. wanted to bring that up in a he gives more them their of flowers. A, more of the set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In more, yeah, as he walks to the ring, each one of them just gives him a little note. <laughs> Thank you, Brocky. Yeah. Hey, Brock, it's me, Steve Z. Steve Z. Um, <laughs> That's my real name. It's Steve Z. Yeah. Uh, Stone Cold is my father. You can call me Steve Z. Um, <laughs> it. What I don't. What I think that that really was was misguided, weird, macho bullshit. I don't think. I don't know. The are you gonna do it thing is so weird. It's so uncomfortable and weird. That was and after the, the the one of his last fights, though. So this oh, is still we're still after. this is still Lesnar has not been. So he had he I hasn't he been diagnosed be, got, with diverticulitis. I thought he yet. got beaten by Carwin, and that's when he did it. I thought it was after the first title loss in his first retirement is when it was after. Yeah, it was after he loses to Velasquez, which oh. is when he's. Got diverticulitis, and then he's like, I'll take a couple months off and fight Velasquez. Which, by the way, it's like, uh, I don't know, Kane Velasquez. And then that was the worst possible thing to happen for the UFC because they go from like top tier, huge draw champion, super charismatic pro wrestler to quiet man who's always injured. That's Kane Velasquez. Yeah. Quiet man who's always injured. Um, like they tried to push him as this big Mexican star. Uh, but then like he fought a guy when he lost the title one of the times he fought a guy who was Brazilian, who was way better, way more fluent in Spanish than he was. So That's that so guy funny. actually ended up doing That's more so media. fucking funny. I love he, also, yeah. I love how much worse weirdly the UFC is at marketing them. Like the WWE would have checked that the UFC is just like, we need a Mexican star. And they're like, Kane Velasquez, you're a Mexican star. He's like. Don't speak Spanish, and I've deported eight people. And they're like, "Don't mention that." Don't <laughs> that. And, and he's just I, always injured. Like he wins the title and then holds it up because he's always injured. But the UFC yeah, has an yeah. advantage also, and disadvantage. But then also, like then they would put Cain Velasquez against a guy named Ron Mexico, yeah. who is the, he's from the family that founded Mexico back in like the beginning <laughs> primordial soup. And they're like, "Our Mexican star will beat Ron Mexico." And then they're very confused as to why that backfires. They're like, "What?" But I think what do you, this is what do you mean giving tickets to David Duke was a bad idea? <laughs> UFC, goddammit. I think this is important because obviously uh he tries to do tries to come back after di- diverticulitis. Alistair Overeem, who's on somehow, he's one of the guys who, even though they tell you just don't do steroids here, actually gets caught with steroids. He murders Brock Lesnar in the only time I'll ever feel bad for Brock Lesnar, where it's just like, oh, he's, he's got, wait a minute, you telling me he had a bunch of his colon removed and he's got stomach problems? I'll just kick him where his fucking, where he has no, uh, where he has nothing. And then he just kicks him in the stomach. Kick, Brock Lesnar, it just looks horrible, really. He basically impacts both of this man's livers. Uh, like, it's fucking bad. His kidneys are gone, everything. If for some reason you don't like Brock Lesnar, totally watch the Alistair Overeem fight. It's just a man on steroids beating up another man on steroids. Yeah, I never have actually seen it. Uh, and I learned something else from the research that blew my mind, which was Brock Lesnar was going to be one of the coaches for the Ultimate Fighter, which I am must say Brock must count your lucky stars that didn't end up happening. Because well, that did. The, they did the whole nobody, season and then he got he was injured so he couldn't fight Dos Santos. But he's lucky that he didn't fight Dos Santos because, yeah, he would have been murdered. 
Oh, I thought he didn't do the season because he was uh, he had diverticulitis. I didn't realize what did, did he come across well at all? This was weird because they kind of had to do the Brock Lesnar so tough story. So he gets diverticulitis and then fights Shane Carwin. Shane Carwin almost knocks him out and then he does this crazy big comeback win to beat Shane Carwin. And after that, it's kind of like they're trying to do Brock Lesnar the feel good story, which is hard because the man has a big sword tattooed on his chest. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I don't ever feel sorry for Brock Lesnar. You can't. He's beaten up so many people so horribly. I know here's what it is. If you have a chest tattoo, there goes my sympathy. Yeah. You could have made another choice. This part of who you are, that's just who you are. <laughs> that's pretty much it. So he goes back to the WWE. You know what? Let's take a break and then we'll talk about that afterwards. No, is that because of my fart? Is that what you're saying? It was because you're pooty. My God. I got to say this right now, guys. I've been having some back problems and it means for some reason it's like the way I sleep is extra straight. So I wake up, first thing I have to do, big man shit. Like we're talking a post-coffee morning bazooka time, mm. straight out of bed. Then the morning is just filled with farts. Then around noon, another big shit. I think my back is being affected by how many big shits I'm taking. Does it tickle your A spot and you get a bone? Always. <laughs> Full bone shitting. I've, adju I've adjusted all of my diet. So all of my, it's a lot of, a lot of deep fiber and expandable bonding materials. So it's mm. just rice and kale. And so that just means all of my shits are smooth, but long. <laughs> On that hot note, we'll be back after the break for more my, hard my, shitting. My shits are kind of like fucking Anderson Silva's UFC career. Smooth and long. Yeah. And then at the end, bad. Yeah. And covered in steroids. <laughs> We'll be back after the break. Dylan Gott, what's happening with you? Wow. I'm Dylan Gott. I'm a father now. He's broken and divorced. We both need money. Yeah, we for doctors and for prostitutes. Dylan, uh, formula and prostitutes. Yeah, and doctors. How good I was at sex, because <laughs> that's how doctors Yeah, work. with those prostitutes. Patreon.com backslash wrestler review. Five bucks gets you access to exclusive episodes. More than that better things but five bucks is the base motherfuckers yeah if you don't like that rate subscribe and review it helps us out too five stars is the only thing that helps less than five stars makes us seem like we're bad for some reason because the world is weird now also if you have some there's a lot of people that feel we're too political for arrest delicious oh you're getting clapped up sorry everybody we were just talking about how dylan likes to fight Various wildlife he finds. Yeah, buddy. Da in moose, danger, moose. Dylan's here. That's what yeah. I put up signs to say, hey, moose, fucking watch out. I'm here. Uh, Dylan, I once saw Dylan uh, tell a chipmunk, get off my lawn. You ain't been blood into this fucking cell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I beat in. I can be, I go to chipmunks and I, if they're on my property, I go, you can be, you have two options here. You can be beat in or you can be sexed in. Like I choose sexed in. <laughs> I always choose sexed in. That's what I do at any new job. If I start a job, I'm like, hey, guys, just so you know, I don't want to be beat in. I want to be sexed in. And they say, yeah, what? Yeah. And then I go, pound me out. I also, I've been asked to leave many jobs on the first day because mm -hmm. I always try and find the biggest employee and try and take them down prison rule style. <laughs> I, I have stabbed many tall women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What you do is you fight the CEO and be like, I'm the CEO now. I watch Oz. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I always do what a friend of the stream, Kyle Legacy, would do in any situation, which is just wear a basketball jersey and talk mad trash. <laughs> if you, you and you combine rural Australia with Liverpool, you get a man who is so crazy. He is a dirtbag supernova. Like if the idea, like I, he's someone that if I walked into a home he was paying rent in, I would expect just to see a wall missing. Where's that wall? Ah, oh, mate, I sold it. <laughs> I sold it for parts, mate. And that's yeah. not an exaggeration. Liverpool and Australian accent. Very talented we are. So, John, Brock Lesnar started professional wrestling again in 2012 after eight years. It's been nine years since this guy's been wrestling again. Comments, thoughts? Uh, it's great. His UFC career is this beautiful thing. He gets diverticulitis. He sort of comes back and gets the his V's back, but sort of doesn't. Kind of leaves in this sort of like, well, you know, that's how this was going to end anyway. Mm. UFC career. Heads back to the WWF. The WWE, very different from what he found. He left eight years ago. Now it's mostly just John Cena and Triple H playing who can beat literally everyone on the card. What's that? We're going to pay a lot of money for Brock Lesnar to come in. And for the first year and a half, we're not going to use him properly. Not even fucking close. Crazy, crazy stuff. Of course, what he does, he comes in crazy pop because this is, I think, 2012 WrestleMania. The Raw after was one of the first ones where fans were really like, oh, I don't think you understand. We control this now. Yeah, it's one of the, the 2011, 2012 and 2000, 2010, 11 and 12 are them like building oh we might need to acknowledge it the year after this one is when they really acknowledge it because the crowd is so fucking rowdy and crazy and they know brock is coming out there was rumors he was going to appear at wrestlemania i still say and i don't know why they don't do this i still say they should debut more guys on pay-per-views it would help with network no, subscriptions idea. and brock like that we would have been a better storyline if he came in and took the rock out helped john or took john cena out helped the rock win because then that protects john cena carries them forward instead what mm -hmm. they do is the rock gets a clean victory i believe over john cena is that how oh yes it? once in a lifetime it would no was it once in a lifetime was this the once in a lifetime or was this the second once in a lifetime this was the once in a lifetime because the entire storyline which they then just didn't do for some reason was that cena was after losing to The Rock, was so off his game that he was getting beaten by everybody, but he which was a he great beat, idea, beats, but he, he beats, beats Lesnar immediately. Yeah, yeah, he breaks. Oh, this is the other thing is Lesnar is beaten by Triple H and John Cena, like immediately, soundly. And also Triple H isn't like long hair Triple H. This is your first voy voyage into I work out, but uh, age is happening, Triple H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mostly you see this guy as a guy who's like, well, actually, I think our Twitter strategy is going very well. And next Basically, week, I will be facing and beating the unstoppable beast, Brock Lesnar. Also, he needs to cheat to beat me. I'm Triple H. Look at the size of it. Look at the size of it. Basically, Triple H goes from metal band to cover band. Ooh. Yeah, he does go from, uh, yeah, he I've goes from in the band to, yeah, don't the guy try, who just. Don't try and fucking elaborate my fucking metaphor. Dylan. No. Just oh, okay, fine. Better than yours. I Don't will never tag your jokes again. Thank you very much. I like our new dynamic, by the way. Feels like our sexual tension is back. <laughs> but you're right. Totally. It's a guy who's like fucking he's got, he takes off the suit jacket and says, you know, 
I know a little Dave Matthews. Yes, exactly. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the kind of guy that shows up at a party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you watched the Woodstock '99 documentary yet? No. Where is it available? Uh, it's on HBO Max or in Canada. It's on Crave, and there is a part where Dave Matthews says titties, and I had to t- turn the documentary off just to think about how uncomfortable I was. Fucking just awesome hearing Dave Matthews like falling to me. There's some fucking jugs around here. Boom, boom. You do know, like that guy is like the is a noted drunk. Like he is, like rather like rather famously like. In like rock music, it's apparently like Billy Joel is number one drunk guy. Like you can't, no one drinks more than Billy Joel. (laughs) (laughs) Billy Joel crashed those cars. Like Elton John describes doing a tour with Billy Joel. And he's like, I've never seen a man fall asleep at a piano so often. And no one noticed. And and everyone's like, like, we're in the middle of piano, man. And right before, and the piano, man, I have to like, like really hit the keys loud so Billy Joel wakes up and is like, huh? And And he's just like, oh man. Slash from Guns N' Roses has Billy Joel banned from his backstage because Billy Joel just shows up and drinks all of his booze. That's good. I never liked Slash, so I'm good. I'm glad that he drinks all his fucking booze. I also always found Guns N' Roses a little irritating. Like I'm always like, Eh, shut up, you nerds. <laughs> yeah, you fucking dweeb ass bitches. Yeah, um, you ain't so- fucking organic like Motley Crue. Oh, yeah. Motley Crue is just like, these guys have drug problems and they figured out how to make a career out of it, actually. Yeah, and they also figured out that if you just write every song about be- about fire and jumping over fire, that like that rules. Like every Motley Crue song, just <laughs> bam, fire! jump out of the fire you're like why wouldn't i jump over that fire great idea um so brock lesnar's back in the wwf he basically is just losing every match he's giving incredibly long promos this is how bad brock lesnar is at promos vince mcmahon went oh, yeah there was Paul like Heyman. yeah they're two two events back and then brock apparently walks backstage after doing a promo he's like what the fuck are we doing here just get paul and then they do get paul which is yeah. so funny that like any other character, yeah, yeah. they just fucking, okay, he sucks, I guess. He's shit. So fuck him. He's going to, Brock Lesnar's the fourth member of 3MB now because he can't cut a promo. But like, the oh, he has obviously all these positives and they add Paul Heyman and it's great. You could just do this for other guys. But anyway, that's no, classic yeah, wrestling thing- podcasting. Classic. Because what you should have is, managers is, is more classic. Brock Lesnar... Brock Lesnar was so much money. He is. Yeah. He was so much of an investment. They have to make it work. It's There's, like a professional sports team, really. It's like, oh, why are they playing that guy who makes $19 million a year, even though he sucks? Because he makes $19 million. $19 million a year. A year. Yeah. yeah. So Lesnar, of course, this is my favorite. Within the first year, because this is the fun thing about uh, the first year of Lesnar. He beats Triple H. And then Triple H at WrestleMania gets to beat him, and Lesnar wins the uh, feud ender, but only because Paul Heyman interferes. So this big monster you've brought in is now two and two. Yeah. He's lost to Cena. He's beaten Triple H twice. He's and the win he, sorry, the loss he suffered to Triple H was at the first WrestleMania. So the only card anyone watches all year. And uh, the return match, the final match, was he needed a fat guy's help. Yeah. So also, you've not built this man up to too, too well. how close 
Brock has come to slipping into mediocrity. He attacks 3MB before he challenges Triple H to that final match. Yeah, which is like, at least he gets to beat someone up, but it is 3MB. Yeah, it's so crazy that you mentioned 3MB, and I was like, yeah, it's anyone else would be in 3MB, and then it's like, oh, there's 3MB right there. Uh, on the December 30th uh, episode of Raw, Lesnar returns with Paul Heyman. They challenge... Um, um, uh, Randy Orton and John Cena at the Royal Rumble. Uh, then uh, he has a brief feud with Mark Henry. Then they somehow set up for the Undertaker. It's very convoluted. It's basically well, he like, comes out and he says beats the Mark Henry. He beats uh, Big Show. Go ahead. Well, he just basically comes out and says, uh, "I want to fight. I'll fight anybody." And then the Undertaker's music hits. He fights the Undertaker. The Undertaker also in the prelude to this. They're doing the whole thing of, like, can Lesnar beat The Undertaker? And, like, really yes. making it look like everyone knew. Because from the perspective of, oh, everyone knows The Undertaker is going to win at WrestleMania. It was like, yeah, they're really making Brock look weak. And then, apparently, the day of, Vince is like, oh, we're ending the streak. And, honestly, you can second guess it. But, I mean, I think this was a great idea. And especially, like... Of, okay. Yeah. All right. Go for it. I knew we were going to talk about this. I never have liked how they ended this we needed to do it i will say this the fact they ended it with brock and it basically rehabbed brock's entire image in a day and gives us a fucking world ender scary ass brock lesnar wrestler for two to three years mm -hmm. i thought was great i loved that i love that it was like and now decisive victory let's fucking do this <laughs> yeah it's and when I when it happened, I don't know if you were watching, but when it happened, it was like, what the fuck happened? Because I thought it was like, oh, that's a mistake. And then it only people only reacted to it once the screen said and one, you know, yeah. and it was one of the people most went, what? People like people went, what? Like, when it was three. Sorry, go for it. It was it was one of the most shocking things. And it was a thing that made that event like a def like it defined that event. Like you're like, oh, I like, yeah, like. I would go. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll watch more wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, want of course. More wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is the kind of shit they need to do. And obviously, this shit only, this shit only exists, so that you can switch this guy's heat onto somebody. And to their credit, he beats a Undertaker at WrestleMania, which isn't like that good a match. And I think that they timed it really well, honestly, because. Vince must have seen Undertaker. That's what and it is. Vince, Undertaker he must have seen him walking around and been like, this guy's awful. fucked. This guy's yeah, fucked. What are we doing? No. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. The, the decision was also, we, if we don't do it now, we're not getting a fucking L off this guy. Mm -hmm. And I need that. It's also the thing of like, they needed to do this to save Brock Lesnar's image. And you look at it from the perspective of the previous year, they had a great match with him and uh, him and Triple H. Uh, and Michaels as the referee. No, that wouldn't have been the previous year. What the previous year was CM Punk, right? But like, look at all the things you need. It used to be just Undertaker was enough. Undertaker and Shawn Michaels was such a great match. But then they switch it so and they start adding more shit to it, yeah. obviously making the match better. But it's like, in hindsight, you're like, oh, of course, you needed CM Punk, who's like, for all you hate about him, one of the better wrestlers on the roster. And then you need um, Triple H and Shawn Michaels both working to make it a good match as well. 
which no stress, but like this man's getting old. He sees him walking around. I'm sure is like, fuck it. We need to pass it on to Lesnar. And Lesnar's the perfect guy. And they had a good scapegoat. Where basically it was like, why did he lose to Triple H? He still had diverticulitis. Fuck it. Now. And then Brock Lesnar has the return match against John Cena. And I watched that shit in an airport, and I couldn't believe what was happening. I got a text oh, that was like, match? yeah, it was like, it John Cena was... hasn't gotten a move in for 10 minutes, and he just beat him. I remember watching, I was watching it with the guy who invented the show set list, Troy Conrad, and he was like, uh, and he, he's never seen wrestling before, but he loves MMA. He's one of those, only in America do you find someone that has never heard of pro wrestling, but loves mm-hmm. mixed martial arts. He was just like, what the fuck, dude? Anyway, he walked. He walked in as we were. Uh, Brendan Colcaban and I were watching this SummerSlam, and Carl Hutchinson. And he goes, "Why is that man wearing shorts near Brock Lesnar? That's probably pretty stupid. Why is he dressed like that? He's not taking this seriously. Brock Lesnar is very good at fighting, and then Brock Lesnar beats the shit out of him. And he's like, "Yeah, that guy should have been prepared for that match. Why would you show up to a match <laughs> in, in Nikes?" One, one thing we like, forgot. Goddamn right, Troy. You're goddamn right. Of course. Sorry to interrupt. The, one thing we yeah. did forget was that Brock Lesnar got an actual sponsorship on his shorts. Like, he kept all his UFC oh, yeah. sponsors, which Jimmy is amazing. John's, baby. Yeah. Not that good a sandwich. I finally went. Really? Not great. But there's a lot of fun. And, like, Lesnar, there's something really fun about the fact that Lesnar, obviously people grew to hate it, but fought so little and had so, his matches were so rare that you could actually keep track of how many times he'd won and lost. It was really, I don't care. At 2015, 2016, as the alt-right was rising, as was my esteem <laughs> for Brock Lesnar. Wait, is that connected? <laughs> yes, very much so, because Brock Lesnar was clearly funding aspects of it. <laughs> um, he, of course, uh, faces Roman Reigns. This is what gives birth to Suplex City, because he just keeps on suplexing him and yelling, Suplex City, bitch. And no, he get, that Suplex City isn't Suplex City from... Uh, the John Cena match, welcome to Suplex City, bitch. Or is that it was Roman Reigns or John Cena? I can't remember which one. Let's say it was Cena. <laughs> Someone it was, let us it know was because leading. we seem like yes, assholes it was, now. It was Cena because it was leading to that WrestleMania match because at that WrestleMania match, he was already wearing the Suplex City fucking t shirts. And that also led to that WrestleMania match, which we again, between that SummerSlam appearance and then WrestleMania 31. WrestleMania 31 is one of the best WrestleManias of the last 20, maybe 30 years. And it's because every ending except for the Sting Triple H match is surprising. And at least the Sting Triple H match has the NWO versus DX for no reason, which is really fun. And then that Mm -hmm. match ends in the best way ever, which is Brock Lesnar is totally protected. Roman Reigns is totally protected. And Seth Rollins comes away with the belt. It's one of the best fucking book. Wow. It was like they remembered they that were was, a fucking wrestling yeah. company. That was the best. Like, and you give Seth Rollins that curb stomp, which is such a fucking good finisher. Where it's like that thing can look stupid. It can end a match and be cool. It can not end. A ma- it can just be a heels move because it's basically like kind of like a. Yeah. What would you say? It's like someone skipping. <laughs> like essentially, it's someone half skipping, or it's super crazy, um, amazing move, or like super crazy damaging. You can do it as. But anyway, yeah, they make it a triple threat, which I think is one of the more creative things they've done with the money in the oh, bank. It's so like, oh, it's a triple good. threat now. And you get out of the Reigns versus Lesnar match, which is weird because they've tried, A, they've tried that so many times. But now way, Roman it, Reigns is great, but it's like they just tried. It feels like Roman Reigns was like, just let me be this guy. I'm good at it. 
And then it, Vince was like, no, John Cena and Bull Buchanan, god damn it. And that was no. who he had to be. It's even more ridiculous than that is Roman Reigns just went, let me pr- let me just cosplay as Brock Lesnar and appear on the show every week. And Vince McMahon was like, well, we don't have Brock Lesnar, so fine. And now everyone's like, this is great. This is all we ever wanted from this guy. Of course. Here's who he is. He's like, let me fuse... Like, call himself the tribal chief, chief, which is great. Saying acknowledge me is fucking amazing. And he's, I don't know, man. I can't say enough about how good Roman Reigns is right now. And watching old Roman Reigns shit in preparation for this episode, how annoying he was back then. Insane. Like, why did you have this hottie with a body with a shirt on? Take his shirt off. Dylan Gott. Yeah, the Dylan Gott, by the way, was describing his wedding night. <laughs> Hottie with the body. Put it on my grave. Roman Reigns should have always had his shirt off. Dylan Gott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. That man should never be wearing a shirt. Dylan Gott. Exactly. Unless, of course, right, you're going to make Roman Reigns kind of the Deacon Batista to the big boss man when you figure out how to kill, clone someone. You bring boss man back. Roman Reigns gets to if be they, comfortably Ray trailer, number Ray two. Trailer, Ray Trailer faked his death only to mm-hmm. debut at WrestleMania mm-hmm. 39 or at this point. Million. Yeah. That's the greatest wrestling angle ever. Redebut? It, yeah. He, it, we're just sat in the ring and just. The music hits. Oh, County Jones. <laughs> It'd have to be oh, a combination of no. his Attitude yeah. Era theme song, which was the least thought out. How about we go. Can we just do that? Can I just say that into the mic? No, we have to have some instruments. Fuck, oh fine. Coming to the ring. He's an abomination of nature and God himself. He's decaying and also alive. It's zombie. Big boss man. <laughs> Think about how much of a divisive character a dude in fucking riot gear now would be. There'd be half the crowd who's like, no, he's good. And I'd oh be like, politically, I don't align with the character. But I do agree he's great. Yeah. <laughs> and then I go oh. fucking alt right, and then I make the money, oh. buddy. Oh my god. Oh, when we when we find when we find when Dylan uh decides that his child needs to go to private school and we have to turn this into the alt right review. God, I can't wait for those checks. <laughs> Let me tell you why Brock wasn't supported in this time. Because of the libs. Ooh. Oh, so all right. So Hobson says it was Ro- the Roman Reigns match. It was Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble, is when he yelled Suplex City bitch, because the first time he uses the German because that was the thing Taz used a bevy of suplexes Brock Lesnar really just German suplex like his matches were just German suplexes and then the guy slowly trying to get to his feet and then more German suplexes which obviously got lame but the first time that it happened it was amazing and if you put guys like I remember he had an amazing match against AJ Styles on a night of champions that was like Obviously, you're fucking having it's once again, you're having a match against AJ Styles, but like in certain instances where and it's going to sound obvious because it is pro wrestling, the crowd is actively rooting for one of the participants. Um, he, it does lead to a great match and it's easy and it's easy. I guess it's easy only on Lesnar because he is just pitching a man onto the top of his head. Um, but sick. it is wrestling like it's slow moving and and it's YOLO time. He turns, of course, babyface, because how are you going to hate on a guy who's like, oh, he doesn't cheat. He just murders people slowly. And he's also yeah. murdering John Cena and Roman Reigns, which, by the way, we're kind of used to watching John Cena lose. But this is the end of Super Cena, definably. 
is this 2015. Is also, yeah, this is it's also this is yeah, this is Super Cena has the horseshoe um uh pulled Ram- out of his ass. Yeah, there you go. And beat him over the head with it. Beat him over the head with it. Can you see me? Can, Can you, you see, see me, me now? now? Oh, we didn't talk about Bud Light Coors Light. I'm going to have oh, an ice cold cool Coors Light because Bud it's Light ain't paying me shit. And I might even lay on my wife. my wife. It's the best. I like it that it, he says it's that she's always least. on top. Now she gets to fucking have old Brock on top. That's something I say. I didn't know that he did that. I didn't realize he said she's always on top. No, she gets to have old Brock. No, I mean, that's what it was implied. Like, I might even lay on my wife means she gets to be on the bottom for a change. What I like it is that he clearly wants to say I might even fuck my wife. But he's like, you've already you've already gone a bit too far with the whole going after the sponsors thing. Brocky, let's keep it. Let's keep it PG for the old sexual intercourse portion. (laughs) <laughs> I do like that uh, Dana White was probably like, hey, you could have gone farther. You could have said, I'm going to commit domestic abuse against my wife. That would have been fine, Brock. But don't ever yeah. say anything about the you could be, the criminal code for domestic abuse. You could have kept saying it over and over again and said, I do this. And we would have defended you, but never disparage a sponsor. Uh, yeah, that it's a Coors Light. I just like how he really specifies it. That's a Coors Light because Bud Light ain't paying me no money. Good God. Brock Lesnar's great. Anyway. This is the Brock Lesnar beating everyone era. They have to turn him face. He has a return match against The Undertaker. The Undertaker wins, but like it's a schmoz. Oh my god, this, um, the, the, their their SummerSlam return match is so shit. We watched that like, with Brendan and uh, Colt. Yes, we did. We watched that. That was the uh, that was the pay per view that Brendan claimed we would sell out that room and each make two thousand pounds. Yeah, and then didn't he leave pretty quickly? Or no, he that left. Colt left. No, Colt, I was, I, Colt was pissed because he just show, he showed up like in workout gear and basically like so see much, Brendan and, just, and then and was like I'm going ate, to bed. He just ate a bunch of Nando's and then just told us about ladies he did sex with. If you remember specifically, at a certain point it got really boring, and we just started asking Colt about ladies. We were just like, Hey, Colt, what's it like lady? to be with ladies? And he was like, yeah, It's he, fun. And then he ate his stuff and was like, I don't want to ask answer any more of these questions. And we yeah, were like, why please, both, why, why are you both shirtless and wet? And it's like, what? We're watching wrestling. <laughs> but yeah, Colt left because he uh, take care of his body. And we at that time were like, well, we're up late enough. Time to do some breakfast blow. Yeah, yeah. Time to time to do some cigarettes. Oh, God. So much cigarette smoking. Oh, yeah. My my voice permanently fucked from that era. A hundred percent. I feel the drag. Anyway. My voice but, used to be this much. I used this. This, this was my speaking voice in 2010. Yeah. Right do now. you ever watch old stand-up videos and you're like, yes. "Hey, how are you?" Like, "Oh, those are some fresh lungs." I mean, just listen to the <laughs> the first few years of this program, and you can really hear the wear and tear on the old voice. Like, uh, oh yeah, because we just re-aired the Bret Hart episode, so you probably heard in two soft bitches fucking yeah, talking. Just, not these yeah. guys here. Yeah, two. Two men that hadn't really figured out what no fap was all about. You know what I mean? <laughs> two f- disgusting fappers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two guys, two guys who were flirting with a little tenant known as Western Western chauvinism, but they hadn't. <laughs> um. So on Western chauvinism, 2017. I want to skip ahead to this part because this really is. I forgot about this, but it is one of the before people turned on Brock fully. Um, for being the part-timer and all this, which Brock Lesnar gives a shit about, right? Um, he had his matches with Goldberg, which I thought were fucking amazing. Oh, yeah! I thought this was way later. 
This is 2017. And you are right. This was so fucking exciting because this was also when Bobby Roode was in NXT and everyone loved singing his song. It was like this weird time where it was like, guys, wrestling is back. We like singing one guy's song. Also, check this fucking guy. Yeah, exactly. And also um, the it's classic WWE booking around this time to like, oh, hey, we have this like Brock Lesnar. Basically, we've transferred all of the uh, aura from the streak onto Brock Lesnar. And not only is it the streak, we've done it four times a year, five times a year now. This guy wrestles and it has that aura of the streak of like even getting some moves in against Brock Lesnar is like going over a million guys. It actually means something to beat this guy. What do we do? Let's have him get run over by a 50 year old guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get him. Yeah. But and also I'm going to say this. The first time it happened, everyone was real please i think it was good but it's like still like couldn't this have been braun Strowman? like you know what i mean like it couldn't it be a young dude so you make someone new and not just like like no stress because yeah. goldberg still yeah, looks yeah, great yeah, yeah. and he doesn't have gray like he has a gray goatee but like he shaves his he head have, totally yeah so he, he doesn't, doesn't look gray, old yeah yeah he only yeah. now looks old now that they brought him back a fifth time it's crazy that yeah they've you, been trying it's, to you gotta get to your late if you're a guy who bicks his head and you're jacked up you legit have to get to your late 50s or early 60s where your skin actively starts sinking on your face before you look fucked. Yeah, it's amazing. It delays and white guy aging by legit 10, 15 years. Yeah, that's why Dylan and I, we keep it high and tight. We keep yeah, that's high. why we're double Rogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to fucking, welcome to the double Joe Rogan experience. We both don't know what's in alpha brain. Um, <laughs> why is everyone so obsessed with gender? Also, I'm not getting the vaccine, but here's what I am getting. This shit. I'm putting this yeah, powder yeah, yeah. on my dick hole or whatever. <laughs> there you go. I prefer university in. And on that note, Brock, so Goldberg, of course, beats Lesnar in a minute and it was, murders I, him. I, I, I don't know how to explain this to you, but I, this is why this was great. It was like a weird revenge for WrestleMania 20. We get to see these two big fucks just run into each other a bit. It's going to be fun. It's I don't know why. I was just like, you know what? I like this. This is fun. Yeah, of course. People start getting pissed off at Lesnar. So they have that WrestleMania match, which is like the best match on the card. And it's like three minutes long, Lesnar and Goldberg. So it's all kind of worth it because, you know, Lesnar gets to beat Goldberg. And it's exactly like how heavyweight wrestling matches like that could be booked, where it's like they just give each other their finishers and then one of them wins because his finisher is stronger. And then Lesnar continues on. And at that I think that's when people kind of started getting pissed off with Lesnar and how they were booking him and making him yeah, super I would strong have to agree. The, only against the other part-timers. Would he lose? Yeah. No, sorry. This was sort of the beginning of them being like, and fuck this guy. Like, yeah, this was the time where you're like, wait, what? He's still there. Yeah. Yeah. So he wins the title. He holds the title for like over 500 days. People are starting to get pissed. The only person that they'll, then the person that beats him is Roman Reigns, pre-tribal chief Roman Reigns. So no one even so likes good. him. Yeah, yeah. Mm. The best, my favorite type of Roman Reigns, winning every match, no character. He's wearing a bulletproof vest, but his gimmick is he's the big dog. <laughs> yeah, it's just such a change from the big dog to the tribal chief. And when you look at this, when you look at Brock Lesnar, they've been trying to put Roman Reigns over him and try and have him get Roman Reigns over for seven fucking years. And the irony, of course, is once Lesnar now, he's listed on the alumni section on the WWE website. I'm sure that he'll come back at some point. But the irony of like him leaving and then Roman Reigns, basically during the 
the silent era, if you want to call it that, the pandemic era is now fully turned into the a good silent character. era. Yeah, that's kind of what it is, actually. Yeah, because they're just like, oh, you have to react to shit. Like it's obvious. It's like it's like Vince's dream. It's like, oh, you took the fans out, so now just like what I want to happen happens. Yeah, exactly. Finally, a TV show without all of those rude people interrupting with their opinions, and it's. <laughs> But I mean, Lesnar's. I think Those he's a are good. Your fans, I hate them. I fucking hate them. Too much. Blah 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 blah. I mean, Brock Lesnar. You can say this about his second WWE run. He's the only guy that could get away with having a legit dick in the middle of his chest, and everyone's like, "Yeah, I guess he has that." It's so good. It's so fucking good. He's got a fucking penis avatar on his chest, and he walks around. And I guarantee no one's been like, is that a penis on your chest, bro? He's like, no. <laughs> he seems kind of affable now. He also has a man bun now, which is now, you know, a guy's retired. Nothing he's fully bun. Oh, yeah. He's he is he is finished. He has completed life. He has now moved into the final stage of dude chilling, which is I'm just getting really into cutting meat, bro. Wait, what? <laughs> you and heard- like. Yeah. I got a salt brick. I'm doing a lot of barbecuing. I'm talking about meat like it's wine. I'm bothering everyone in my family. He's lives in Canada. Also, he fought in the UFC. Oh, that was something that happened. He took a late notice fight at UFC 200 against oh, yeah, Mark Hunt. Against, Mark Hunt beat Mark Hunt. Everyone got very upset. And then turned out he was on rare Yeah, and he, it didn't matter because he's not a regular performer, so they didn't suspend him or anything. So Brock yeah, Lesnar... Well they, they were like, what are they going to do? And everyone was kind of like, well, there's nothing we can't... Unless we can get the WWE to do something. And then I was like, WWE, are you going to do something? And it's was like, what? Who, me? Uh, No. Yeah, no. Which is pretty well, dope you know, you that, should, like... Sorry. Can you do something? And he's, they're like, no, no, no. No, I don't care. And they're like, oh. <laughs> oh, no, okay. but that's the deal. He is on steroids. He's Brock Lesnar, so shut up. Yeah, it's like he's on steroids. And it's like, why are you saying that so loudly? Don't tell people. It's like, no, he's not supposed to be. And he's like, wait, he's not supposed to be? Yeah, I, no, I he think is. he is. Yeah, he's <laughs> supposed to be. And they're like, well, no, that's... no, he's not. And he's like, yeah, no, they are. They are. And that's a thing I think that everyone should do is if you know it's your last fight, if any UFC fighters are listening, if you know it's your last fight, juice so much. Go on oh, every one of Dylan, them. You finally fucking we're getting down to a subject I can finally agree with you with. Yes. If you are a professional athlete and it's coming mm-hmm. to an end, your career is coming to an end. It's time for you to do a level of steroids that some <laughs> would deem unethical. I'm not one of those people. Physically shake while you're on the field because your body cannot handle the steroids just like i've got i want you to quote unquote go for it Mm -hmm. when people see you i want them to think man what's wrong with that guy like i don't want them to even be able to guess what's wrong with you they just are like holy shit like they they're saying things like is that what's up with that guy you know what i mean that's what i want them to say yeah go full superstar billy graham my bones are now baking powder yeah, 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 yeah. Just like, like, and and in a day, you know what I mean? Like most people, it takes a long time to get to a point where it's like, that guy seems like he's very <laughs> Yeah, happy. do it. I'll do a, a cycle of everything in one day and just see uh, yeah, what yeah, happens yeah, yeah. to your body. I want everyone who sees you to be like, I saw him yesterday. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, man. He takes yeah, this bro. shit seriously. He's seven feet tall now. Some people hit a growth spurt in their late 30s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time he coughs, he comes. <laughs> <laughs> it's all one muscle now. 
Yeah. John, what's uh, your favorite thing about Mr. Lesnar? <laughs> what's your I favorite thing about he, Brock? I love that he broke the streak and I love that period. I love 2014 was the best year for Brock Lesnar. It was an amazing time. I thought it was excellent. I thought that I I got to agree. The best thing is that he broke the streak because that gave like a good four years. I think people now with how pissed off everyone got because the WWE started the WWE post CM Punk, CM Punk leaving in 2013 and Daniel Bryan getting that concussion. You absolute prick. No, it was 2013, wasn't it? Anyway, whatever. Mm. Lesnar was there when CM Punk left and they needed another star. They needed another guy like The Undertaker because they had The Undertaker match on WrestleMania, and now you get to have like a match that's like the streak as many times as you're going to keep Brock Lesnar strong. And it was new to see people beat down John Cena as well. And he, we didn't even mention him beating the fucking shit out of Randy Orton, cutting his head up in a minute as well. Like oh giving guy God, like a we didn't even yeah. get into that. Can we talk about that briefly? That is one of the, that is the thing, that is the thing that the WWE was clearly trying to, it was, they were trying to protect Brock and protect Randy. They decided to go for it the hard way. And one of the most uncomfortable fucking thing um, is, I thought it was good, but it's also like fucking uncomfortable. No, it's brutal. But it's also like Brock Lesnar opens him up with an elbow, really bad cut. Apparently, Jericho tried to fight Brock Lesnar backstage, which to me is like, once again, I put, I give Jericho all the credit to be like, he God, beat up Goldberg and to just go in knowing you're going to get the shit kicked out of you, but are like, no, I should do this. It doesn't matter how many January 6s that guy does. Well, it does Bro, for sure. I got news for you. Chris Jericho is so someone whose dad played in the NHL and then grew up in Canada. Like only someone who's like, just, I'll fucking go him. I'll, I'll fuck, fucking fill that fucking bitch. Do it. Well, you don't have to. It's like, no, no, you do. <laughs> Brock Lesnar then rips his head off and throws it into yeah, yeah. a crowd. Yeah, Just Brock Lesnar tried to beat It was up, planned. Yeah, Brock Lesnar tried to beat up Vince McMahon by throwing his own head at Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah, like a cartoon character. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I think the worst thing about Lesnar is that they didn't realize that he became everything everyone hated. It's bad when basically becomes everything everyone hates and like they hated lesnar who was the champion and then they hated roman reigns who was their second in command almost so it's like they hated the top two wrestlers and cena had started doing movies who they also would hate if they saw him too much so it's like you have your top three wrestlers your top three stars in the show are people the crowd doesn't like but not like doesn't like like oh i hate that guy i want to see him get beat up i hate that like i i don't want to watch this guy and now I mean, you can't really tell much by TV ratings, I don't think, anymore, because TV ratings are plummeting. And uh, But, like, mostly it's just kind of like you've just generated so much indifference, and Brock Lesnar, later in his career, through no fault of his own, but just was a part of that, because... Yeah, that's a very, actually, interesting point, is that's kind, that is exactly what they've done, is they've generated a level of indifference when it yeah. comes to their product. But it's like, I don't even know what they're going to do. I just know I'm going to hate it. Oh, Dylan, that's such a fucking succinct yeah. observation. I'm very good. Holy shit. And then people started trying to watch NXT, and it's like, and that was the thing that happened too, is you'd bring up dudes from NXT, and Lesnar would just fucking rip all their legs off in nine seconds, and then you're supposed to like keep watching NXT and care about this guy as if you didn't just see him get the fucking shit kicked out of him by Lesnar super easy. So it's like... 
he became a tool to like from what he started as was like a tool to be like oh you wanted to see all these guys get their fucking ass kicked and be moved down the card well now he lesnar is moving john cena down the card now lesnar is moving roman reigns down the card because that was like people were pissed off about him in the streak and then they used them that way and they're like okay we'll actually like this guy and he turns face and then he becomes a tool to keep guys like he beat samoa joe twice in a row he beat braun Strowman a bunch like and then immediately by the way everyone was like bad that's bad well, yeah, because you should be giving, you should be Braun Strowman beat this man. You should make Samoa Joe beat this man. Like these are guys who are in every week and who the crowd likes. But it is what it is. Like that—that's not wrestling. Like as far as wrestling goes, he's amazing. It's amazing that he could get. Uh, he had the pull to get Paul Heyman brought in immediately when he was like, so "I don't. Good. I'm not good at promos. Let this guy do my promos." And of course, you get the br- the br- the catchphrase that is his name that Paul Heyman does is great. Oh, yeah. For those of you who don't know what the catchphrase is, it's, uh, uh, hey, everybody, I'm Paul. <laughs> I'm Paul here, and this is my friend, Barry, I want to say. I don't know his name. Anyway, he's come to tussle uh, you guys. What's your what's the worst thing about Brock Lesnar? Oh, there's another best thing. He, uh, in the UFC, fought as a Canadian. So, little national yeah, pride there. That? Why did he? Yeah, and then also during Lives his diverticulitis time. Um, he tried to get uh, treatment in Brandon Manitoba. He is, of course, used to being treated as, oh, it's Brock Lesnar. We'll treat you immediately. But he fucking expected top flight medical treatment in Brandon Manitoba where it's like, no, Jerry, Jerry, the janitor gets in before you. And Brock was like, what? I'm an well, athlete. And they're like, no, you don't understand what socialized medicine is. It means this guy got here first. He's more important than you. And then Brock's mind exploded. Yeah, yeah. Brock Brock did not receive medical treatment. His diverticulitis worsened because he kept stabbing himself in the stomach. <laughs> he also demanded treatment for stuff that he may have in the future. Yeah, he's like, Can you can you fix my brain cancer? And they're like, You don't have brain cancer. And he's like, Yet. And they're like, what? I might. Don't tell me I might not. Also, yeah. can I have just a bunch of handful of pills? Here's six hundred you- bucks. A handful of pills? What if you kiss me on my wet mouth? My wet mouth. <laughs> and now, uh, here's your payment. Mush, mush, mush. So that's the end of the Bork Laser episode. John, are you happy? I'm going to change this. I'm going to change uh, my be- best thing about Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. uh, is the fact that he said, uh, I'm going to lay on top of my wife. Worst thing about him, didn't give me one of those Coors Lights. Ooh, John's keeping those carbs low. You got to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a Coors Light. A Coors Light. <laughs> Next week, we'll be back. We're going to redo fucking Dusty Roads. I don't know how many oh parts God. that's going to be. How that's going to be a lot of parts. That's going to be. I'm out of focus uh, for this last Plus, we get to fucking just... talk about. Well, that's because uh, you're having a stroke. We're going to get to talk about Dusty Roads with Dick Murdoch. And we're going to get to see Dusty Rhodes where he started out. I forgot out about a, early Dusty Rhodes. I thought we were yeah. going to have to talk about awkward late time Dusty Rhodes no. when he's working in NXT and just really focusing on the Divas division. <laughs> oh, no, Dusty. And we're going to talk about Dusty Rhodes from the aspect of the fact that he went from a major league baseball prospect to a professional wrestler. And what? in those two years gained his entire body weight. <laughs> Like he was like 200 pounds, and then he was like 350 no, pounds. No, he wasn't. Fuck, yeah, that he guy was. loves a beignet, doesn't he? You beignet-loving fuck. Before Google Maps, if you wanted to find food on the highway, literally Dusty Roads would just be like, "This is 
good hot dog stand under the overpass. And then people will be like, what the? Oh, my God, he's right. He's that Simpsons episode where it's like hot dogs here. How are you? Are you following my husband around? Lady, he's putting my kids through college. He's that guy. (laughs) Uh, So everyone here, can you can you guys um, just listen for one second? Yeah, fucking listen Listen for one second. Listen for one second. First of all, put your lips up against your phone or whatever you're listening to this on. And then thank you for listening. Don, can you keep kissing and I'll do the promos? Thank you. So uh, just keep kissing and we'll, I'm whispering sweet nothings in your ear. Oh, that's good. A nice cartoon smooch. Uh, wrestler Review, at Wrestler Review on Twitter and Instagram, patreon.com backslash Wrestler Review. We have our watch along with Hogan Knows Best up right now where Brian Knobs and Hulk Hogan episode. watch porno we'll in watching, a gym. We'll be watching two more episodes on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and already the first episode is Baron Fruit. In that um, Brian Austin Hulk Hogan watched porn in the gym. They watch porn. And it foreshadows his uh, the eventual end of his uh, public life immediately in the first episode, too. No plot whatsoever. The plot is Brooks turned 16 and Hulk Hogan's decided well, that's we don't when know. people Brooke, start to fuck. Brooke may have turned 16 or may have turned 19. <laughs> Either way, Hulk Hogan is tracking her and making yeah. sure that no one it is quote unquote, a lot. breaks the seal on his can of Jif. The financial crisis has not hit yet. Mortgages are still going through the roof in the United States. It's 2005, and we're even giving Hulk Hogan money for a fucking TV show, baby. That's what the fucking storyline is. So that's on Patreon. Uh, John's on Twitch every day. Backslash John Hastings Comedy. The John Hastings Comedy. John Hastings Comedy, bitch. I'm going to switch it to the John Hastings, but that day is not here. Ooh. At Dylan Gott on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Um, we have a Facebook page, but I never updated. I'll fucking update it. Why not? I'll put some fucking porn on there. Why not? We'll see. What see how far uh, Facebook what kind of porn takes are you to gonna put on there. Uh, I'm gonna try and find the exact porn that Brian Novs and Hulk Hogan were watching. So it's so it's still it looked, like those look like brunette women. So I'm gonna guess it's European in uh, country of in continent of origin. <laughs> oh I'm yeah, like, one of those ones where they're just know, speaking a nice language. We don't know what's you happening. Know, you just know people are getting along. You know, in those Western movies, they go to the guy that can track. They say he can track a snake over a flat rock. That's like mm-hmm. me with figuring out what the porno is called. <laughs> John, you know that thing radio stations do where you just hear like five seconds of a riff and then you guess the song. John does that with all porns. Yeah, yeah I do that with porno tape. Uh, that's Reality that's, Kings. That's from Nor- Nurses with Lust, a 1990 production starring John Doe and Peter North. Oh, by the way, I always only name the male stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John searches by the male stars because he likes to mm. see the performer. Pardon me, is that a Kieran Lee? <laughs> there you go. Uh, so we've been talking about porn off air for now. Um, but uh, thank we'll you very much for listening, guys. Leave a five-star review or something. We got a bunch where people are upset that we talk about porn so much. (laughs) 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 Bye-bye. Bye-bye.